Welcome to Sitam Church Online. We are in a series uh, entitled Following the Master. My name is Jotham Munene, Senior Pastor at Sitam Mombasa, and I'm delighted that you are following this series. Today we talk about following the master in community impact. Um, how do we impact our community from the book of 1 Peter? Today we are in chapter 4. We are going to do verse 7 to 19, but let me read a few verses first. Verse 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. Other translations say, love each other deeply. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability with which God supplies that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Having been admonished to have the right attitude towards suffering, the apostle now tells these uh, Christians uh, about their journey in terms of being in the community. We are to work together as a community as we shine forth the light of Christ we need to stand together. So you, you, you cannot be a lonely Christian. You must find a way of connecting with others and bringing community to bring that light of Christ. These instructions, the basis for these instructions is verse 7. It says that the end of all things is near. In other words, the end is, is coming close and therefore we need to, we, we don't have as much time. We need to show the world not just through speaking, not just through witnessing, but in the way that we also live as community and inside our community. It says we need to be clear, to clear our minds of baggage so that we can pray. Things like unforgiveness, things like bitterness. Find a way of dealing with that so that you are able to pray. He calls for serious prayers. Right now, you and I know that serious prayers are needed. So whatever it is that is causing you not to be able to have a breakthrough, let it go. Then we are given some instructions of how to live in a community. Number one is to love each other deeply, as I said. I'd like to quote here one great writer by the name of Wayne Grudem. He says, Where love abounds in a fellowship of Christians, many small offenses, and even some large ones, are readily overlooked and forgotten. But where love is lacking, every word is viewed with suspicion. Every action is liable to misunderstanding and for conflicts abound to Satan's perverse delight. So let's love one another. And there are some things that people do to us that we will not hold as a big issue. We'll just forgive and move on. Secondly, we're told to have hospitality, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. There are some people who are hospital, but they're always complaining how much they have spent. Now you lose the blessing. Do it without grumbling. Uh, once in a while, invite somebody for a cup of tea. Be a blessing to people. Invite them to your home. It's part of the impact of believers. Then we're also told to use our gifts to serve the body of Christ. It is your responsibility to find out what gift you have and then give it to the body of Christ. This way, the people in the world will see that there is impact. Uh, and then Peter says that 
God is going to be glorified if we do these things in verse 11. Now from verse 12, he goes back to the issue of suffering. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also uh, be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he is blasphemed, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. So we should not suffer again because of doing the wrong thing. Being a thief, being a murderer. But I, I find it funny that and interesting that even being a busybody in other people's affairs, Christians should not be getting snippy, I mean, snipping into other people's stories and, and wasting all their time trying to find out what people are doing. It's Paul who says in, in Thessalonians, I think it's Thessalonians, mind your own business. Uh, don't be a busybody in other people's affairs because uh, that can make you suffer. And finally, we are told in verse 17, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the unrighteous and the sinner appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. Judgment may come to us if we don't respond well to suffering. And we may not progress to the next level that God wants us to be. So if we are going through a difficult time, in whichever way, let us respond well. In the community, let us be a blessing. In the community, let us show love. Let us show hospitality. Let us serve people through the gifts God has given us. Because after all, they are from Him. May God bless you. And feel free to interact with us through the social media platforms. My name is Jotham Munene. Thank you and God bless you.